Happy New Year! Welcome to Screen Scream. I'm Viola. As the first episode in 2022, I'm going to introduce a couple of movies that have been looked forward to recently, and hope you will like the show and enjoy the year. Here comes the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about today: Ghostbusters Afterlife. When a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. This is a field farmhouse our grandfather left us in the middle of nowhere. Why'd you bring me up here? Entertainment value. Whoa! The first new movie we're going to talk about today is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Actually, it's not a new movie in the U.S., but it was just released in Taiwan on December 31st, so it's definitely a blockbuster for the new year. We've talked about it in recent episodes, but since it's also a new movie in the theater, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more today. This latest Ghostbusters movie, Afterlife, was directed by the director of Juno and Up in the Air, Jason Reitman. He also wrote the script with Jill Cannon. By the way, the director's father, Evan Reitman, was the director of previous two works. But you need to remember that the previous two works did not include the one released in 2016. It should be the original Ghostbusters. As we heard in the introduction, this story is about a single mom and her kid arriving. In this town, starting their new life, but they will find about the kid's grandfather's past, leading them to know about Ghostbusters. So you can say that this movie is the generation shift between the old Ghostbusters and the new Ghostbusters. So even though this is a whole new movie, the classic Ghostbusting adventure will start once again. And the latest Ghostbusters Afterlife. Is the sequel to the one in 1984 and has nothing to do with the 2016 version. I'm not sure if I saw the original two movies, but I remember watching the cartoon on TV when I was little. But I did watch the 2016 one with Chris Hemsworth. That one was interesting because they changed the gender of the protagonist. In that movie, and unlike other Ghostbusters movies, that one in 2016 was mediocre. But so far, Ghostbusters Afterlife has received positive comments, so I believe it's going to be on the chart for several weeks from now, adding up Taiwanese box office and the one in the U.S. So if you're a fan of Ghostbusters. This is a great film for you to start 2022. Now, our second new movie is a documentary. Somewhere else together, a geographer and a filmmaker trade in their daily routine for life on the road, in order to find out how they want to live. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a German documentary, Somewhere Else Together. It was released in Germany last year. I'm not sure about the U.S., but it just got released in Taiwan. Although it's a documentary, it's about an adventure on motorcycle. Can you imagine being chased by wild elephants and lions on motorcycles? 
is definitely something I'm not going to do. And the protagonist in the documentary even got involved into a shootout while they're traveling the world. The German director, as well as the protagonist, Daniel Rings, spent three years shooting this documentary. It's a journey expanding from North America to South America, including Bolivia, West Argentina, Chile, Peru, Colombia, and Venezuela. It's a journey about 100,000 kilometers. So in the documentary, there are beautiful scenery, wild elephant chasing, and riots, literally riots. This is the second road trip documentary the director has made. In the first documentary, we saw that Daniel Ritz met his soulmate, Josephine Joy Floor, and they co-created an amazing adventure movie last time. Their dream is to travel the world. And that's the start point of this second documentary. As I mentioned, they shot at least tens of landmarks in America, North and South America, including a beautiful place in Bolivia called Salar de Uyuni. I'm not so sure about how this should be pronounced, but if you Google it, you will see beautiful pictures. Since we're still suffering from COVID-19, around the world. It's really good to watch some documentary of traveling the world. So somewhere else together, it's really a great choice to start 2022. To experience or you can say remind yourself of how it is like to travel abroad. Now before we move on to top 007 section, let's review what we had from last week. Top 3. Till we meet again. Top 2. Spider-Man No Way Home and West Side Story. Top 1. Encanto. Let's check out Top 7 to Top 4 this week. Top 6. Waiting for my cup of tea. West Side Story. Tonight is about family. Top 5. Deified. Top 4. Encounter. Why am I the only one that didn't get a gift? You're just till we meet again. Wow, there are five movies within top seven to top four this week. It's very crowded. And there are three Taiwanese movies. Although Taiwanese movies don't perform as well as they did last year. It's still pretty good that in the end of the year, or should I say in the beginning of this year, that there are three Taiwanese movies on the chart. West Side Story is not released in Taiwan yet, so we probably will talk about it later. And Encanto, although it's critically acclaimed, it's already on Disney Plus right now, so I guess it won't perform better on the chart anymore. And even though I don't watch horror movies, I'd like to talk about Deified now because I've seen some people talk about it and I think the ability of making horror movies really demonstrate how one country can execute visual effects. As for the plot, all those amazing horror movies in Taiwan recently were adapted from scary folklores or urban legends. So I think it somehow connects with the people 
and with brilliant visual effects, the story is even more convincing. According to a movie critic that I follow, there's no jump scare in Deified. So I guess Deified is not trying to scare its audience by jump scare, but merely by the fear of traditional beliefs, something like that. I really have no idea, but just watching the trailer makes me shiver. But I think this is a good choice for those who like horror movies, because usually in the beginning of the year, there is no horror movie. It was after Christmas in the US, and in Taiwan, Lunar New Year is around the corner. Horror movie is definitely not the market, so if you are a fan of horror movie, Deified is the right choice for you this weekend. And last but not least, it's time for top 3 to top 1, and guess which movie we're going to talk about. Top 3, scene 2. I'll give you 3 weeks to get this show up and running. I won't let you down, sir. Better not, or I'll throw you off the roof. <laughs> top 2, The Matrix Resurrections. Am I crazy? We don't use that word in here. Top 1, Spider-Man, No Way Home. We started getting some visitors. Remember in the beginning of the show, I said that we're going to talk about movies that people have been looking forward to recently. So of course, in this section, we're going to talk about The Matrix Resurrections. However, according to friends or critics that have seen it, it's not as good as the previous three. What a bummer, right? But I guess we can still talk about it. If you're not a Matrix fan, you may wonder why it's so phenomenal. First of all, this fourth episode was once again directed by the series director. But it's a little bit different. Because in the past, it was directed by Wachowski's sisters. And it's only Lena Wachowski this time. But you can still tell that it has previous style in it. Director Lena Wachowski said in some interviews that she wanted to shoot a sequel for The Matrix because at the time, her best friend and her parents passed away. And since there's no way for people to resurrect, why not let characters in The Matrix resurrect, at least to comfort herself? Stunts performers and doubles Chad Stahelski and David Latch think that the reason why the metric is so legendary and the movements and visual effects are so amazing is because the director directs all the movement herself. You can say that she's very down to earth. Actually, not only the directors the same, most people in the crew are the same. The protagonist, the one, Keanu Reeves, thinks that the director created a high standard 20 years ago and now she uses the same story, same characters, and the same crew to shoot a story that's going to last for the next 20 years. It's really aspiring. Aside from the main actor and actress, the French actor Lambert Wilson, who played one of the oldest programs in the world, also comes back. He thinks that this character is like the mafia leader, in the real world. He's so cunning and cruel. 
I'm not sure if it's still up there now, but I watched the Matrix trilogy on Netflix half year ago. So if you are still looking forward to the Matrix Resurrections, or you're a fan, you're going to watch it no matter what other people say. Maybe you can go back to review the trilogy first, and then go watch the Matrix Resurrections at the theater. Some of my friends said that there isn't enough. Action scenes, or there are a lot of action scenes, but they're not brilliant. I'm not sure. So maybe it could act as a great nostalgia, but that's all. It's up to you to decide. But that's all the time we have for today. Hope you have a great beginning of 2022. Remember to come back same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.